Hey hello, welcome back to another fucking mentality podcast. I'm your host, Lisa G. Okay, I this is fucking hilarious. What <laughs> I had to do that to fuck with you guys. Oh my god, that was incredible. Anyways, bye bye guys. Anyway. Hi, hello, welcome back to another episode. Wow. Hi, hello, welcome back to another episode of the None Other Fucking Mentality podcast. I'm your host, Lisa Motherfucking G. And today we're going to be talking about the, the number one question. Lisa, how do you build your clientele? Lisa, build clientele, clientele building. Okay. First, we're going to start off with this. Okay. If you put that much fucking pressure into building your clientele, I promise you, you won't fucking build it. Okay. If you are so stressed out about building your clientele, I'm going to tell you that it's, it's just not going to happen. If you are so fixated on one thing all the time that one thing won't happen like you know like some people are like oh i really want to be in a relationship like oh i really you know i really want a boyfriend and then they never get a fucking boyfriend it's the same fucking concept okay so let's just start with that okay let building your content be or your content your what was i saying clientele (laughs) let building your clientele be organic have fun with it okay but i'm also going to give you a couple tips and tricks on how to do that okay so I'm gonna give you a little bit of backstory. I moved from California or moved from Delaware to California, and I was actually able to build my clientele in three fucking months. Now, mind you, I did not have TikTok. I actually started my TikTok when I moved to California. So let me just say that. And I did not know a single fucking soul in California. So no one can be like, oh my God, but you knew people. No, the fuck I didn't. I knew not a goddamn soul. So this is gonna be great advice for anybody who is maybe rebuilding or is just kind of like stuck and kind of wants to change change it up, do new things. So the first thing is, and if even if you're not moving into a new area, this is just like concepts of building your clientele. So the first thing is, when I was moving to this new area, I made it seem like I was already there and that I was already a booked, busy, badass bitch stylist, okay? So if you're new to coming into this industry, like you're just getting out of school, don't tell people, okay? Don't, that just sounds like... I, again, I love all of you. It just sounds like you're insecure, okay? And I get that some people are like, oh, well, I want to know if my stylist is new or not. It's none of their goddamn business, okay? What matters is your skills. What matters is your your ability, your drive behind the chair. That is what fucking matters. Not the fact that you are brand new licensed and you're still building your clientele. Again, it doesn't fucking matter. You know, the only way that I've ever gotten the titles, quote unquote titles that I've ever gotten is because I gave them to myself, okay? So if you are brand new to the game, you're going to come into this industry and you're going to be like, you know what? I'm a, I'm a, I'm that bitch that does good ass balayages. Okay. Claim that shit. Okay. Anyways. So when I was transitioning out here, I made it seem like on my Instagram that I was already here and that I was already booked, like a, already like a booked stylist out here. So how I did that was I was using hashtags. So I know that some people are like, oh, hashtags are dead. Not necessarily especially when you're building a clientele like that, because I know I always look up hashtags to find shit, especially because I'm newer to Orange County and I like to look things up. So hashtags. So, so for my case, it could be hashtag Orange County hairstylist, hashtag Orange County blonde specialist, hashtag Orange County hair extensions, ha- or even you can get even nichier hashtag Newport hair extensions, ha- hashtag Newport blonde hair, hashtag Newport hairstylist, etc. Using hashtags to dot to put yourself into that industry to put yourself into that area super fucking important now the second thing tag in your location on your instagram posts 
and and your TikTok posts and your Facebook posts, any posts that you're fucking making, tag the location as to where you want to gain clientele. So a cool marketing hack, cool tip um, that a lot of people do, like a lot of like traveling stylists do, I do this, is I will tag the area that I want to create clientele in. So I would tag LA in my posts if I'm talking about hair. Or I would tag San Diego in my post when I'm talking about hair. Because it puts me into that, that algorithm of the market and puts me into that, into that category because I'm tagging the location, okay? Now, the second thing, or the third thing, I guess, is putting that shit in your bio, all right? Put the fucking location as to where you are in your bio. Say, I, right now, mine says traveling stylist, LA, Newport, and L, or it says LA, OC, SD, which is San Diego. I have it in there. So saying that I am in multiple locations, I'm in Los Angeles, Orange County, and San Diego. Doing that gives a gives clients that are looking at your profile a clear, concise answer as to where the fuck you are. Now, granted, mine's very vague because I do travel. Now, if you're not, put the city and the state in your bio. So that way people know exactly where you are. Again, it doesn't matter if you're lying, all right? Even if you don't live in that area, Fucking do it. If you want clients in that area, fucking do it. Now, when they reach out to you and they book an appointment, then you tell them the address. I promise you nine times out of ten, no one's going to fucking second guess the fact that your actual location is not the actual uh, city as to where you put on your profile. No one gives a fuck. All they care about is, oh, this person is from this area. I'm going to go to them. Now, mind you, if it's like a four-hour difference, don't fucking do that. But in my case... When I moved across the country, I put in uh, Mission Viejo, California, even though I wasn't living here full time, but I was traveling and I would just schedule the clients when I was fucking here. They didn't need to know. They didn't need to know that I was traveling. Granted, I would tell them in person, but they didn't need to know that right off the rip. Okay, that's not their fucking business. What their business is, is getting in your goddamn chair and making sure that they're leaving the salon feeling sexy, bold and beautiful. Okay. now, number two, pay attention to your followers. When you get new followers, when I got new followers at that time, I would pay attention to what kind of person they were. I still do it to this day, actually. I look at who followed me. I see um, typically if they're a client, they typically, uh, I shouldn't say that, but I can usually tell when it's a client that's following me or when it's just like somebody, like another entrepreneur who's following me. It doesn't really matter. Anybody that would follow me, I would DM them and say, hey, oh my gosh, thank you so much for following me. What made you, what made you follow me? At the time when I was building my clientele, 90% of the people were because, oh, I really liked your work. Oh, you did? Did you want to book an appointment? Boom. There you go. Locked and loaded. You just locked in some income. You just locked in a client. It is fucking foolproof, okay? And even if it's like another entrepreneur or another, just like another person wants to follow you, that's totally fine too. It's a great way to create connection to then eventually turn them into a client. The biggest thing with this is, is you got to put yourself out there. Okay. You got to create those connections. You got to, you got to initiate. You can't just expect the clients to come to you. It doesn't, I'm still a very well, well-known stylist and I still reach out to people and I follow people, and I, I, granted, yes, I don't chase, I attract. However, when you're in the building phase, you chase the certain clientele that you want, and then you get to attract them. It's just the cat and mouse game. It's how it works. Don't be afraid to DM people. If they don't answer, that's fine. Who the fuck cares? 
What's cool, though, is the fact that you took the time to reach out to them because that just sounds very personal, and it just sounds like you give a fuck. And that's that's how I built majority of my clientele because my people, they just loved how personable I, I am. So don't be afraid to reach out. Pay attention to who's following you. Pay attention to who's interacting with your social media posts. And uh, capitalize on that shit, baby. There's a reason why they're following you. There's a reason why they're commenting on your shit. Ask them, okay? Don't be a little chicken shit, okay? I get that talking to people is weird, but you got to do it, okay? Now, that brings me to my third post, my third post, my third point. Use fucking social media. I don't know how else to say this. Get out of your head, okay? I get it. Social media is fucking weird. It's scary. I get that a lot of people don't want to be influencers, but here's the thing. You don't have to be an influencer to use social media. Social media is a great tool to build your business. My God. Social media is the way of the world, and we just have to adapt to it. If I'm being very frank with you, we just have to adapt to it. I started, now granted, I'm going to tell you the honest truth about this, but I'm still going to tell you how to build, okay? So I started on TikTok, and I started posting. Uh, starting, I had a lot of fun with it, and I just would post it just to post it, and it started getting a lot of traction until one day one of my videos went viral. I think it had like 5.3 million views. It was this redhead video that I'm, I'm sure some of you listening may, might not might know what it is. Uh, so I did that video, and it went fucking viral. Next thing you know, my books were fucking jam-packed, as if they already weren't. So I will say that that played a huge role in uh, building my clientele. However, that's when I realized the power of social media. Because just by me posting and being my organic self on social media and just showing the world what I like to fucking do, that's how I was able to build this giant clientele and also build this incredible following. So, again, I cannot stress how important it is for you guys to use social media. No, like I said, you don't have to be an influencer and you don't have to post these aesthetically pleasing bullshits or whatever the fuck. Post all the things that you want to attract. If you want blondes, post blonde hair. If you want balayages, post balayages. If you want vivids, post vivids. You want more haircuts, post haircuts. Now, I know some of you are like, I don't have any content. Bitch, then get to work, okay? Call your friends, take some mannequins, you know, do free model calls. Whatever the case may be, get that bag, baby. Get that content. I know that it's scary. Again, I get it. But the only way that you're going to attract the clientele that you want is you market to the clientele that you want. That's how I became a correction specialist and an extension master because all I would post about is color corrections and extensions. And that is how I built this insane clientele. Just I, all I do is extensions and color corrections. I rarely maintain hair. I did that because that's I created it. And that's the biggest thing to remember. You are always 135% in control of your career. Don't ever put your success in the hands of a salon or in the hands of another person. It is not anyone's job to build your business. It's not anyone's job to build your clientele. The only person whose job it is, is yours, okay? So post on social media. It does not have to be perfect. It doesn't have to be a aesthetic photo. It doesn't even have to be a good fucking video. Just posting it, okay? Two views is better than zero views. 200 views is better than zero views. 2,000 views are better than zero views. It doesn't matter if that post necessarily blows up. It doesn't matter if it gets you a client right away. What you're doing on social media is actually building a digital portfolio for clients to find you and to see your work. Because 
people aren't just going to book you based off of one fucking photo. Okay. Building your clientele takes guts and it takes work and you have to be patient. Okay. But like I said, you really want it that bad. You'll do whatever it takes to get it going. All right. Now, the last thing that I feel like really fucking changed how I built my clientele was I made it really, really easy for clients to book with me. Now, what I mean by that is I created a job form whenever a client wanted to book with me. I created a job form and I will happily link all this stuff in the bio below so that you guys can use all this stuff. Created a job form that had all of the questions that I normally ask in a consultation. They would fill it out. And then from there, as soon as they click submit, it actually automatically goes into a virtual consultation portal. That changed the fucking game for me. And actually, if I'm being really transparent with you, I have over 50 unread, unlooked at consultations right now that I need to get to. Don't mind me. <laughs> but having that accessibility is key for clients. Now, I make every single question that's a part of my job form mandatory. If people can't be bothered to fill out this form, I can't be bothered to take them on as a client. You really, now mind you, you do want to build a clientele. However, you do want to be specific. You don't just want to take anybody and anything. You want to be specific. It does not matter if you're a new, if you're a new stylist or not. Establishing those, those boundaries right from the rip is so fucking important and will alleviate any burnout later on in life. So, Again, creating some sort of access that is very easy for clients to use. Now, let's talk about online booking because I know that's another topic of the century. Everyone's like, online booking or not online booking? Me, personally, I am I'm for online booking for current clients, but I am not for online booking with clients that are new. Because the way that I do my business is I, I require a consultation before they're able to book an uh, actual appointment, which is also something that I highly suggest anybody, everybody does. And also, let me just say this. The virtual online consultations, they do have to pay for. So again, I'm avoiding all the bullshit. Now, like I said, I lost my train of thought. Oh, my God. Oh, online, <laughs> online booking. Yes. For me personally, I only like it for my current clients because it gives them access to move around their appointments if they possibly need to. But for new clients, uh, I do not allow that. So I say in there, if you're a new client, you cannot use this feature. Even if they do use the feature, I will cancel the appointment and then reach out to them and send them the form. There's no way around it. You just have to be really careful, like pay attention to who the hell is using your online site. I do think it's, like I said, it's a great tool for, um, it's a great tool for current customers, but I don't necessarily like it for new customers because you got to know what the fuck is going on. You got to know what's going on with their hair. You got to know like, what are you up against? You know, like I just don't necessarily agree with people just being able to book appointment and then whatever. So doing all of these things has helped me build my clientele tremendously. And still, I still practice all these things. Even as someone who is as fully booked as I am, who's book busy and blessed, do my fucking thing. No, baby. I still do this to this day. It is very important that you are always in control of your books. Now, get me wrong. I take breaks. I take breaks from building my clientele. I get a good wave, get a good good thing going, meet new people, do my thing. And then I kind of like let it slow down. I don't really take a lot of clients. And then typically, once I get really fully booked, I up my price. 
Now, I think at the point that I'm at right now, I think I've reached my threshold. I don't think that I will raise my price uh, again anytime soon, even if I do become fully, fully booked. But nonetheless, that's how you build your clientele, and that is how you build a strong clientele. Don't just take anything that walks. Don't just take anything that has money because it doesn't always mean that they're going to be a good client and you want people who are going to be return guests. Now, when your clients are in your chair, now it's the time to make them feel like special little beans because that's why they came to you in the first place. So when you're using your social media, the biggest thing that I tell people, no one gives a fuck about how you do hair. Okay? Sorry, that's a harsh lesson. No one fucking cares. What they care about is the passion behind it. If you're not obsessed and it's not showing, people won't book with you. Everybody on this goddamn planet can do hair. But why would they choose to go to you? It's because of how funny you are, because of how nice you are, because of how good you smell, because you love dogs. I don't fucking care. Your career is your brand. Show it in your social media. Do not be afraid to show your face because I promise you, People are less likely to book with you if you don't have your face on your profile. If they're just booking with some bitch that has a hair, Abby, I promise, sorry, that sounded mean, but I'm so serious. If you have your hair as your profile picture, I promise you people will overlook it because they want to see what you look like. They want to know who the hell they're booking with, who they're talking to, and that that right there, that is what will build your clientele tremendously if you start putting your face on your profile. And again, I'm not saying be an influencer, okay? I'm not saying you have to be this cute, proper, what the fuck ever. But showing people how passionate you are, how much fun you have, how much you love your job will excel your clientele exponentially and create clientele that likes you for you. Not because of your prices, not because of what you do, but they like you for you. And now the reason why that's important is when you go to change locations, when you go to raise your price, when you go to set boundaries, when you go to change things up, it doesn't fucking matter. Those people will respect that because like I said, they booked you for you, not because of how your business was ran or not because of the services that you offered. It was because of you. That creates a long lasting, like secure relationship and will avoid any bullshit clients and avoid any, any like, bullshit on your end like I can honestly say like I love my clientele my clientele is absolutely incredible they're the most kind loving sympathetic fucking empowering people I've ever met in my life and they have been with me through this like wild journey of you know coming to California building my clientele whatever opening LG studios now I shut it down and now I'm still in this transition of like figuring out what the fuck my next step is you know and they're just like cool let me know and I'm like awesome I love you guys they didn't even bat an eye when I raised my prices you know so guys Again, listen to all of this. Take this all with a grain of salt. Don't be afraid to get yourself out there. Don't be afraid to, you know, put yourself in a weird position. Growth is pain and growth is never comfortable. All right? Love you. Reach out to me. Okay? I know this is hard. I can be kind of brash. I know. But I love you. Call it comes from love. <laughs> anyway, guys, thank you so much for listening to another episode of the podcast. Um, I love all of you so much for supporting me. Make sure you like and subscribe it. Like and subscribe. Do you like I said? I still need to figure that out. Do you just follow the podcast? I don't know. Um, make sure you do follow us on Instagram though. The fuck you mentality on Instagram. And um, if you guys haven't downloaded our app, 
This the, Our app is called Straight Out of Cosmo, and it is an app for the hair, everyday hairstyles ready to level the fuck up. has affordable, attainable, and accessible education right in the palm of your fucking hands. And uh, you're missing out if you're not a part of it. So we have a lot of cool things that are coming on that. And the podcast is going to be on the podcast. On the, the podcast is going to be on the podcast. The podcast is going to be on the app. So that's really exciting too. You can actually listen to the podcast right on the app. Anyways, I love all of you. And just a quick reminder, be so unauthentically yourself. Unauthentically? No, authentically. No, why? It's not authentic. Oh my God, I said this in the wrong, I said this the wrong way in the last episode that I just did. Oh my God. Be so unapologetically yourself that it inspires others to do the same. Okay? Love you all. Bye.